welcome to the She Pod Brunch with Rachel and Sarah, not the Bible ones. I'm Rachel King and I'm here with Sarah Tenenbein. Hi. Hi, Rachel. How are you? How's your week? My week is good. Um, I wanted to comment on your workout attire oh, right now. Oh, thank you. Yes, I do. You're I come so snazzy. super sweaty sometimes to I'm this. I'm so boring. So let me explain. So you're wearing a gray and purple uh, leopard mm-hmm. tank mm-hmm. and with a matching purple sports bra. Yes. And my socks were matching as well. Stop it. Yep. Yeah, well, I work out in West Hollywood. So. <laughs> you need to kick it and, up. And in like Boys need. Town. Oh, so you need to come I know. Because it's understand. like super hot girls and like sassy gay men yeah. with coordinated outfits. Yeah. Um, and although, so I, I usually, I'm obsessed with Flywheel. Flywheel's my favorite. Okay. Uh, because there's like computers on the bike and you can actually see the numbers of how you performed. Oh. Which I love because otherwise it's kind of like, I feel like I did better than last time, but who knows? So I understand that, but I would also feel like the machine was judging me. I mean, it just gives yourself a personal, a personal best goal. to shoot for. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Um, and also, you know, like how much torque is on the bike and how fast yeah. you're actually going. So, yeah. you know, like the instructor can be like, put this much torque and stay in this range. Yeah. Um, which I feel like is important because then you know where you're supposed to be or what you're shooting for. Yeah. And maybe you need to take it a little easy or you can go a little harder. But you know, like what's the baseline. Yeah. And you're not just guessing. Yeah. I've um, started... um boxing a lot yeah and so i hear that's the actual best workout it's like borderline vomitatious okay that's how okay. good the workout is yeah you know so as long as they don't push me to actually vomit i'm on board <laughs> right you know <laughs> i feel like that's a fair expectation <laughs> from a casual workout <laughs> class pass yeah it is but it's serious like yeah. you know the the class that i go to is you know you get in the ring you don't spar with someone like they're not hitting you mm-hmm. which is good because i have no desire to get hit but you're with a coach And, you know, you can with pads and like you can tell when you're getting better. So it's nice to see like, you know, you've got your computer on flywheel. But I know I noticed that like certain combinations I'm getting better at. And it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other reason I go there is because the instructor is super, super fun. Yeah. Um, I want to go with you. So this is Monday nights. He does Monday and Wednesday nights at 630. Adam, Adam G at Flywheel West Hollywood for anyone in Los Angeles who wants to go. He also does Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday mornings. People just showed up and be like, Rachel, thanks for inviting me. That would be amazing. (laughs) I go every Monday. Monday, it's like my church. Okay. Um, I'm going to come with you next Monday. I try to go other times as well, but the Monday is non-negotiable for me. If I don't go on Monday, I'm a worse person all week. Yeah. So. No, I understand that. And there's something to be said for having a routine and establishing it because it makes you, I don't know, I I feel like I'm happier when I know that I'm going to be at this place at this time. Well, and it works out really well because usually I'm heading over here for, we hang out on Monday nights. Yeah. So then that way. I just have, yeah, exactly. It's that just on routine. Your way. It's on yeah. the way. Um, but I discovered something new. So this is really fun about Los Angeles. There are a myriad of themed workout classes. Like at Flywheel, they'll do like a 90s, you know, session or something where all the music yeah. is. That, okay. That's one sure. thing. That's great. That's super fun. Last week, I went to a, a gym slash cycle studio called Made in LA. It's like okay. a boutique gym in Hollywood and they do their spin classes to like headbanger rock and roll. Okay. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it, but I only had a certain window of time in which I could go to a class. Okay. And this was the only spin class available Available. in that time. And so I was like, great, I'll give it a try. And it was amazing. Really? And I'm talking, I don't like 
you know headbanger metal. headbanger metal did people like dress up no okay no it was all like, i've gone hardcore to people who were like, like into it okay the well, music that helps it when was you really have people fun. in the class yeah um also I, that angry music yeah well i wouldn't get all your to aggression it. out yeah. yeah i wouldn't listen to it but when you are doing something physical to it it's actually really like motivating so i went to an 80s spin class <gasps> where people did dress up rest where uh, is this that was that when are we going or a cycle oh my gosh okay that's, should we go? Yes, we should definitely go. Because, we should do a week of theme because, oh, oh my God. <laughs> there's also on Wednesdays at 730 at Flywheel, which I always go to Adam's class. So I didn't know about this. Yeah. It's the one after. They do Monogamy a Broadway. They do a Broadway musical. Okay. I can't do that. I know. Spin class. No, I can't do that. Why? Because I can't listen to But Broadway don't you music. go to a Broadway dance class? I had to stop going. It was oh. a little too much. All right. It was a little well, too we'll do much. the 80s one. So I work in the Broadway industry. Right. And therefore, I I can't, it feels not like work necessarily, but it feels work adjacent when yeah. I go to something that has bro- that's Broadway involved. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm still going. So anytime we'll like, go to the 80s you're like, one. do you want to go to the show that has nothing to do with Broadway? I'm like, I can't. It was literally the unauthorized musical parody of Clueless. Oh, I would have gone to that. Oh, okay. Maybe it was the Jeff Goldblum? No, it was something else. I invite I you to a lot of things. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I live in the I'm valley. Good. It's so far. Yeah. No, I would have gone to Clueless. That would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It might still be at the Rockwell. I highly recommend it. Okay. Well. They keep doing different ones too. They did Cruel Intentions. And, okay. And it's fabulous. Yeah. Well, you know what I did see recently um, when I was in New York? Is I this saw, your watching? This is my watching. I'm great. I saw, uh, this is live. I saw Spring Awakening, the deaf, the it's called the Deaf End on Broadway. Okay. It's the name of the theater company. And basically they integrate deaf actors into the show. Ah, and cool. so everything, and it's actually completely and utterly brilliant. The yeah. way that they staged it and the way that they choreographed it, a lot of the sign language is part of it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So I like went in, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be like, whatever. You know, I, I, I don't really get excited about a lot of musicals anymore, but... I stayed the whole time and I didn't count. <laughs> I love songs. that that's the endorsement. I stayed the whole time. Well, I, I have to say, so I, when I don't like a musical, I know it's because I'm counting how many songs are left in the, in the playbill. Mm-hmm. And so I only did that towards the end. Mm-hmm. And um, what it did not pass was, am I singing the songs when I leave? And I, right. but 90s nostalgia, Duncan Sheik wrote all the music, the mm-hmm. guy, the barely breathing guy. Do you remember that song? No. I am barely breathing. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. So okay. So he wrote all that. So it all sounds like barely breathing. Oh, I mean, I'm on board with yeah. that. I'm so into And it's it. a very, like, you know, 19th century German teens and youths discovering their sexuality. It was the Broadway show that made Like Leah everything Michelle that you're star. saying right now. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. You know, if you're in New York, I would definitely go see it. It's um, a limited run, which was cool. My watching is not live. Okay. For once. Um, and I actually, I watched it. We're switching roles. We're switching roles. Watch out. I watched it when it came out in the theaters and it was the best movie that I saw all year in 2014. Okay. And now it's available on Netflix and I watched it again and it's even better the second time. Magic So it's, oh, I wish I can't (laughs) wait for that to come out. And if it's on Netflix, that's going to be on repeat. I watched Channing. So I've not seen Magic Mike Mm -hmm. XXL. I was out of town when, you know, a bunch of people went to see it, but I did watch on YouTube Channing Tatum's solo dance. Oh, I know. I, the one in the workshop or uh, at the end? 
I don't remember. He okay. was like humping random girls and. Oh, yes. So at the end. So at the end. Or was it, was Jada Pinkett Smith there? Yes. It was in her house, basically. Yes, it was oh, a house okay. party. So that's the one at the madame's, her mansion. So I, I got a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. Oh. Girl, you have not even seen, that, that wasn't was, even the hot part. That was like pornography I'm not, for me. Yes, I'm not kidding. I was just like, I can't watch like, this I and then not, go on a conference call. This yeah. is not not suitable for work. Yeah, I'm not like easily. Yeah, so sorry, aroused, I interrupted you. But this was. Oh no, 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 no. Was that was insane, amazing. Yeah. All right, it's so. a ride. <laughs> so the Netflix <laughs> the movie on Netflix that I'm watching that is not Magic Mike Two is the Skeleton Twins. Interesting. With, so what is that about? It's with Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader. Okay, they are siblings. I already like it. Yeah, they oh, wrote I, it. I saw previews for this. It's so 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 good. It's a dramedy. Yeah. It's a little dark, but not in a in yeah. a wonderful way. Um, it was by far the best thing I saw all year. And then when it popped up on Netflix, I was so excited to watch it again. And it was even better the second time. And so everyone should watch it because it's on Netflix and it's free. So go oh. go watch it right now. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. It's so good. And it was not too long. It was the perfect length. Yeah. There is this um, scene in the middle when they are. They play brother and sister, they right? They play brother yeah. and sister. And he's fabulously gay. Yeah. Which ha- adds a whole interesting. Well, he plays Stefan on SNL. Yeah. It's not like that. Well, this I'm sure a, this is a whole yeah. different. Yeah. Um, but there is a scene where they sing a song together that they used to sing in their childhood and they're like I can't there it's the best scene of anything ever it's so well done and it's really really fun but also it is a little darker than I went into it thinking it was going to be total comedy yeah and it's not it is very funny so it's like drama punctuated with comedy yes okay or the other way around or comedy punctuated with drama yeah it could go either way yeah so both masks in both masks <laughs> um, and just the most wonderful performance. It just it feels like something that that they created and not too many hands were put in. Yeah. And it just came out. I, I hope it, it feels like exactly the way they wanted it to. Yeah. Or, yeah. Which doesn't happen that often. You no. know, like a like a Napoleon Dynamite where you're like, oh, wow, they did this with very little money and no one messed it up. And it came out so beautifully. But that's, I feel like that's how it should be. Yeah. But it just doesn't happen that It was interesting. Anymore. I was watching uh, the guy who, uh, Fresh Off the Boat, is based off, Eddie, the, yeah. the, the chef. So, yeah. that you know, it's basically, it's based off of his autobiography, the show Fresh Off the Boat right now. And he was on Bill Maher, and he was basically saying how it is so far from what he created and yeah. how the executives will literally have test audiences watch it, and there's a little bit of, there's a laugh-a-meter. Mm. Um, going off and anytime that a joke doesn't do well they're like you have to put in another joke in there and so he's like it's just it's far more like racist than I wanted it to be yeah Um, which is unfortunate you know because I'm sure what he had was sort of like a a unique experience that he could have shared and it just you know it didn't work out but when you get that you know Arrested Development or whatever it gets cancelled after one season I know no one appreciates it Freaks and Geeks oh Freaks and Geeks is so yeah. good. Like whenever something is amazing. Pure and intelligent. Yeah. You know, it's just not, it doesn't work with middle America. I know. <laughs> Ugh, we're so dumb. I know. I know. It I makes just, me sad. I know. It makes me want to live in my own. I, I think about like living on my own island mm-hmm. and just choosing people who get to live there. And like your kids are not guaranteed. Yeah. Like you, they have to pass the test once they become adults. Mm-hmm. Once they come back from college. Right. Like they have to be cool people. Yeah. There's no... Yeah. You don't get grandfathered in. No, mm. not at all. Let's talk about food. Okay. Let's turn it around. Yeah. 
Well, I'll always talk about food. I am subsisting mostly on popcorn at this point. Again? More. It's become, it's gotten out of control. So have you ever made popcorn from scratch? It's not that hard. I don't have a microwave. You don't need it. Um, you just need a pan and some oil with a high smoke point and corn kernels, and that's it. Why would I do this instead of purchasing popcorn? Because the fresh is very good. You don't have to. I'm just, I'm trying to weigh the As I've said cost before, benefit analysis. Rachel, I can't force you. I know. So I accidentally. I buy like five bags of it at Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's easier. I would say I was forced to make it because it came in my CSA. And then uh-huh. when I tried it. You realized how I much was, better it this was, is. Because it was warm and delicious. And it wasn't, it didn't have that like burn microwave taste Well, to I don't it. make it in the microwave. I yeah. just have bags of it. Yeah understood <laughs> just bags well, you and know bags what i can't get enough of, bags Pir- of it's not even popcorn pirate Pirates booty. booty oh my god yeah so now i've discovered the white cheddar oh. trader joe's popcorn which is kind of in between yeah and it's popcorn it's like, and pirate booty oh had a my baby. god yeah yeah it's so good and yeah. i'm just i'm like living on it because i don't cook any i haven't been cooking lately yeah. other than for like events and stuff when yeah. we're doing a picnic yeah i don't mess around when it's it annoying to, to cook for one i mean steve yeah. travels so much and so for example, this gets into what I'm eating mm. because I decided, so I have now subscribed to uh, the New York Times food, uh, like recipe, whatever on sure. social media. So I see all their stuff. And so I saw that um, they had a recipe for hummus, mm. but like not throw a can of chickpeas in the blender hummus, but like making it from dry chickpeas. And there's this thing that you do that okay. makes it really smooth. Like, you know, Israeli hummus, which is so good. Right. Like my favorite brand, if I were to buy it is Sabra. Yeah. I it's like their, absolutely the one delicious. with the pine nuts oh, and the oil in the middle. Delicious. Mm-hmm. So that's like, to me, what kind of, you know, authentic middle Eastern hummus is just absolutely yeah. delicious. And so I was doing all this thing where you like have to saute the chickpeas in uh, baking soda. Cause that makes their skins really soft. And that's what makes the hummus really, really soft smooth rachel i have a gallon of hummus oh can i have some yes you i are. love hummus i will give you some hummus. and i have a mess of carrots at home it's very very garlicky and no tzatziki because my so my apartment is so good actually this is probably my gross yeah. so we should wait yeah i'll tell you in but a i just no one told me i was making as much hummus as i was making and now i'm overwhelmed I'm really glad okay I can't. Some. I have no word. I love hummus like I love guacamole, and that's saying something. Oh, guacamole is mm-hmm. really actually yeah. Top two dips for sure. I top, I love a good tzatziki. I, have I to, do it too. What I'm in the mood for. Yeah, but I feel like if you're hummus and guacamole, mm-hmm. anyone can eat it, no yeah. matter what their dietary restrictions. It's true. You know, there's no nuts in it. There's no animal products. Like everyone can eat it. Well, I prefer a mess of pine nuts and oil in mine, but yes. Well, we can make that happen. Yeah. That's not a problem. Yeah. Are those technically nuts or are they like legume things like peanuts? I don't know. I do know that the people who are allergic to pine nuts are like deathly allergic yeah. to them. It's like, I like remember peanut allergy. When I was a kid, I ordered at a diner, no less. But my favorite thing to eat at as a kid, and this is something that makes me so nostalgic, was cheese ravioli with tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. But like in like a good... Not a good Italian restaurant, but like, like a New York. Uh, so there was cheese ravioli with, and it had pine nuts in the sauce. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, you might be allergic. You're not getting it. And I'm <gasps> like, absolutely, I'm getting it. And if I'm allergic, we're going to find out. And I ended up eating it and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, pine nuts are delicious. They taste like little butter. Everything. Yeah. When I was in college, there was this restaurant 
called Bricks with two X's. I remember it very clearly because they had this spinach salad that way they had, um, you could get either chicken or salmon or whatever you wanted on it. And then it had roasted red peppers, pine nuts, toasted pine nuts, and like, and uh, goat cheese crumbles oh, everywhere. Goat and cheese so makes everything With the better. best like homemade balsamic dressing oh. ever. And then if you got grilled chicken or salmon, it would... They put it right on top, hot off the grill, and it would Ooh. melt the goat cheese, Ooh. and it would just turn into a creamy mess of goat cheese, and oh what, my god. It's while so we're good. on the topic, the best ravioli as an adult that I've had was goat cheese and mushroom with a mm-hmm. hint of truffle, mm-hmm. and it was to the die The hint for. of truffle is a wonderful thing. I agree. I actually, I get, like, I go out and, and you know, you get someone, you order fries, and they're like, oh, do you want truffle fries? I don't because Interesting. Y- you do it over, it, they overpower it with yeah. the truffle. It's way well, too much. a little much. goes a long way. It, it does, but yeah. they don't, that's not what they do. It's just the whole thing. You're just eating truffle. truffle. Oh, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I mean, I'll still eat it, <laughs> but I would prefer take, it. Take one for the team. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer it with a hint, a hint of truffle. Yeah. No, I understand. I actually, on my homemade popcorn, sometimes put a hint of truffle. Yeah. See, that sounds delightful. It was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you eating? I just realized we sound uh, sometimes. Sometimes we sound like the um, the, the SNL, SNL ladies, ladies. Oh, <laughs> like Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I know the Tell NPR about your, your sweaty balls. <laughs> we had a moment. We had a those ladies moment on oh, a gas tire yeah. and Sherry and Terry. Who was no, it? it was Molly Shannon. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, talk yes. about nineties nostalgia. I my know. God. I mm. loved them. Still do. They're alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're just on different things now. They do. They're both still doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Though. No, Anna Gasteyer is fabulous. She's so funny. She's like an opera singer. She's very talented. I didn't realize that. Yeah. She's like a classically trained I opera feel singer. I like all the people that are that talented, even at one thing, then end up having like this crazy, like, oh, and they are an opera singer, and they can break dance, and they, and you just. And they're very good at origami. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> who, who, they just picked it up on the road. Why not? <laughs> Oh, man. And they can drive a stick shift in England. Oh, uh, listen. <laughs> Don't. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. I wonder if I could still drive a stick shift. We should try that out. It's been a long time. Let's add it to the list. Mary well, Alice has one. She does. Yeah. That's so rare in LA. It is. Yeah. Um, She drove it across the country. Well, it's more fuel efficient, right? I don't know. I think so. Well, especially if it takes diesel. I don't if know. If you're sitting in traffic, I don't think it would be. I don't know. We are talking know. about things that are that are way beyond <laughs> my, Steve my area of expertise. I know. <laughs> um, what are you wearing this week? I am wearing. So, have you heard of Threadworks? Threadworks. Sorry, not Threadworks. Thread Up. Yeah, they're a startup. Yeah, in San Francisco. So they're a startup in San Francisco. They tried to hire me once. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you didn't leave. Well, it was when I was still in San Francisco. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So they have, it's basically the idea is it's thrifting, it's rebuying stuff, but they like look through it and make sure it's not gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and are they doing that now where you have to send it in? Cause before you could just sell it yourself or you could send it in for their white glove service and they like, make Oh, it I look don't know. All pretty. Like everything that I recently ordered, mm-hmm. um, it basically said it's been inspected by ThreadUp specialists. So I think you probably, I would want now. that. I Absolutely. Would want yeah. But like I got a J Crew dress for like twenty dollars. Yeah. I got, you know, a cute little sweater. Like, cause I don't care if things are used. Yeah. Especially if an establishment has inspected them and is like not gross. Yeah. And Just like ev- stamp it. Absolutely. Yes. Thread yeah. up equals not gross. That's so important. I yeah, and they were offering forty percent off your first order, which sure. as you know, mm-hmm. it <laughs> it'll get you. I filled up a cart, I left, 
and they emailed me and I was like, all right. You know, I've actually started doing that on purpose. Yeah. Filling up a cart and then leaving, not because it's fun, like some of us like yeah. to do that for fun. No, I do it on purpose to see if they'll email me a coupon. Interesting. Because it's a regular strategy that they employ. Like, Rachel. hey, you forgot this. Here's 20% off if you still want it. Like I am. Four, four hours later. I am so proud of you I'm right learning. now. <laughs> oh, my God. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well, now I see enough about, you know, startups and marketing strategies that I know how to work it backwards. Fabulous. Yeah. I just, that's just since I fill up carts and leave all the time. That's just part of my day. Yeah. But well, I never you have thought, to make sure they have your email address. Yeah. To send you the coupon. Well, Otherwise, most of it, a lot of the stuff now I'm either logged in or they force you to log in, especially right. some of these startup websites. Right. Yeah. Which, by the way. Because they're smart. I'm always irritated when they're like, would you like to sign in with Facebook? I never do. I always create a new What's login. What's the difference? I don't know. I just don't want it. Like, we're we're already followed around the internet enough. Mm-hmm. I don't want more. I just don't care. I give up. Yeah. I, I, take, I give up. Take, take it all. <laughs> take it all. And market to me accordingly. Because at least then all these stupid ads I have to look at are for things that I want. Yeah. Which is actually a problem. Yeah. But... but at least they're interesting. I was going to say, but now you're leaving cards and they're sending you coupons. I know. It's so. a start, Rachel. Speaking of ads, yeah. I upgraded Hulu. Oh my God. Life Best $3 I ever spent. You know it's going to go up. It's not going to stay at $11.99 because they're just it testing it right, right now. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because you don't see it. Like they're not promoting it anywhere. Interesting. They're so how did we. It right now. How did I find it? I think I saw an article that that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. an article and you told me. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you have to like go hunting for it. Interesting. You have to go like under settings, under account, upgrade your subscription. It's like it's hidden. But eleven ninety nine a month, man. Yeah. Although I do have to say, so I am now very uh, engrossed in Dancing with the Stars this season because mm-hmm. Backstreet Boy Nick Carter is competing. Okay. And um, they make you watch an ad before because it's not part of their ad free. So th- it's not, uh, it's not, it's not that bad though. Cause it's not broken up by ads at all. It's, it's just, just one, one at, the, at beginning, the beginning, which, which I'm totally leave fine Leave the with. room. I, yeah. Go get your popcorn. Yeah. Come back. Or if you're to go. <laughs> you make the popcorn and come back popcorn. 30 minutes later. Right. Either way. <laughs> yeah. What are you wearing? Um, okay. So you were talking about your shoe spreadsheet last time. Yeah. I, this morning I went into work and my boss is wearing awesome new black boots and I like it yeah and I have one pair that I love and I wear them all the time but I often see more pairs both black and brown boots that I would like to own but I feel like I can't justify because they're just like a slight variation also I feel like in LA here's an example so me and my colleague uh in New York we had the same boots and we both bought two pairs of them because we absolutely love them Mm -hmm. she is now I think two pairs that's a good point beyond that like she wears them so much because in new york not only do you wear them all the time because it's colder but the city because you walk around all the Mm -hmm. time it completely destroys your shoes yeah and so now yeah and there's like the salts and stuff on Mm -hmm. the sidewalk and so i have the same boots and she's like i'm so jealous of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) another point for la yeah but But yeah i would totally buy she told me i was she told me i was crazy and that i should buy as many pairs of black boots as I want because she's like you could never have enough black boots my spreadsheet would blow up yeah and she's but she's like how many pairs of jeans do you have I'm like I don't know seven it's different though so I think black boots I would say for me two pairs so one is like the comfy okay, kind of so slight, slight wedge one and then That's, I have high heel one so yeah the one I have is like a chunky heel yeah 
And then I want I want some that are just ridiculous. Like sexy just high. Just sexy as hell. I, I think that's yeah. legitimate. I actually I don't know about high, but I found a pair that I like. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really, the truth just, comes I'm really out. just asking for permission to go buy them. So I'll have to inspect them. And okay. Then I'll let you know. And we can post them on the blog. Absolutely. They're pretty hot. Yeah. They're like velvet black. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like them. Um, Which is different than my leather ones. Yes. So do I get three? I'm not sure. We'll have to, we'll okay. have to do some research. If they're a different height. I feel like that puts them in a whole different category. I agree. I do think so. I For me, knee high mm-hmm. and booties. Mm-hmm. Those are like the two. Right. Okay. So these are all booties. Okay. So I could still get a knee high. Yes. Okay. Oh, for sure. Great. It's a totally different look. Excellent. Yeah. So I have right now, I have like a wedge, but very comfortable black knee high. Mm-hmm. I have a high heel black knee high. And then I have a comfy booty and then I have so I get high heel three booties. more. So I think four total is four legitimate. total. Yeah. Too tall, comfy, sexy, yeah. and then too short, a comfy and a sexy. Yes. Great. Yes. This is excellent news. Yeah. So okay. my spreadsheet would approve. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yay. Well, we talked about, do we talk? I think we, we've gone through watching, eating, wearing. Should we move on to gross? Yeah. We okay. should. What um, is grossing you out? So there's a couple things. The first one I was not going to talk about, but I'll just mention real quickly. Uh, so in my apartment... There's this fun situation where both my garbage disposal and my fridge have to plug into the same outlet. Oh. So if I want to use the garbage disposal, I have to unplug my fridge. Or else you... Plug in the garbage disposal and use it and then switch it out again. Is it because you'll blow a fuse or because there's not enough plugs? There's not enough plugs. Got it. Okay. For the way that they're situated. Got it. It's a thing. Okay. So I did that. I don't think that's legal, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did that. Um, a couple nights ago and then forgot to switch it back. Did your fridge defrost? Fridge <gasps> completely defrosted. Oh no. All the groceries, like my tzatziki, dead and gone. Oh, this so is I why have you all need these my carrots hummus. and nothing to dip them in. And I forgot and I haven't cleaned out the fridge yet. It's yeah. all just sitting in there, re refrigerated, but Actually, not edible. Like, are you sure though? Because when we had a power outage here, when I called and I'm like, "Hey, we have a power outage," everyone was pretty much like, "As long as you keep your fridge closed and it's 24 hours, within 24 hours, it'll keep it cold." No, I opened it and it was not cold. It was room Excellent. temperature, and there was like a lot of meat in there. Oh no! And so yesterday, I was sitting at home and I pulled. I forgot for a second and pulled out the carrots and the tzatziki and settled down on the couch and I was all excited and looked and it was not it to be looked at the tzatziki and it was just so curdled. Oh no! I know it made me so sad. That is so. Really I need sad. your hummus. Okay, that's not a problem. Yeah. It's super garlicky though. I, that is not a problem. But like rock. <laughs> I mean. Why you didn't want to roast it? Is that how that was the recipe? It's the recipe. And the guy who did it is like this huge vegetarian chef. Like Uh, He's actually from the Middle East. And I'm like, well, he must know. Right. I just feel like roasted garlic always trumps. I agree. But hey, having tasted the hummus. Yeah, I agree with you. But the first time you cook something, I feel like you have to follow the recipe. Yeah. So I think what I would do. Adjustments. Yes. So what I would do next time is make a quarter of the recipe Mm -hmm. um, or half so I can have a quarter. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Um, And I would add definitely less garlic because it's it's intense. Okay. As two people who love garlic, I'm interested to taste this. Okay. Well, after we're done, I'll bring some in. Super excited. (laughs) Okay. Um, But the thing that's really I guess this isn't gross. I'm actually pretty excited about it. Yeah. What's gross is that the media has been telling women for years and years and years that when you hit 35, 
your like entire magic number. yeah your yeah. uterus and fallopian tubes shut and down. ovaries just shut down you're barren dusty you know the bowls yeah what do they call those things tumbleweeds yeah. <laughs> just like get, give it up you're it's done ghost town to the point where i even had thought if i hit 34 and i don't have you know those those things in place yet which yeah. i'm fine with but i was like maybe i should consider like freezing my eggs or oh something. i may freeze my eggs for well, sure well so now i find out my mary alice farina who was on the show a couple weeks ago sent me this magical article okay and all of the studies that they have that are it's basically it's one study reporting this the whole 35 year barren thing yeah it is based on, let me read this because I don't want to, the widely cited statistic that one in three women ages 35 to 39 will not be pregnant after a year of trying is based on an article published in 2004 in the journal Human Reproduction. Rarely mentioned is the source of the data. French birth records from 1670 <laughs> to 1830. The chance of remaining childless, 30%, was also calculated based on historical populations. All of this data is on a sample size of like a couple hundred French women from the 1600s. When they didn't quite live as long. No, they yeah. didn't live as long. And so that's Before like Before refrigeration, you're Rachel. You're 80 when you're 35. Refrigerate your back eggs. Back then. So they've done like a couple, not they're only starting to do it now, but yeah. the rec recent research shows that 78% of 35 to 40 year olds got pregnant naturally within a year. Compared with 84% of 20 to 34 year olds. I mean, so not a huge difference. And that's not even taking into consideration like in vitro and all the stuff you yeah. can do to help. I mean, I feel like it's obviously it's easier to bear children when you're younger. Sure. I feel like that's just biologically we are designed to have kids younger than when than we are having. Um, but what I think concerns me about it is not getting pregnant is that. I think it's, and I, I don't have the correct data to quote for this, but the older that you have kids, the more likely something might be wrong. Even that was addressed in the article. Interesting. And again, the numbers are all based on this absolutely yeah. BS data. Interesting. And the chances of everything are so, so, so small. Yeah, I'm probably still going to freeze my eggs. I mean, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I am going to save that 15K. I'm going to go work at Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> that too. God. Um, but I'll share the link. It's It's very long. But incredibly yeah. useful. I don't That's know. That's great. I mean, also, I mean, the other thing I was going to say is that we are all individuals. There yeah. are people that have kids in their 40s and there are people that are barren in their 20s. And like the scary thing is, is that we don't, don't know. know until know. you try. Like yeah. Chrissy Teigen, she just came out I a know. few weeks ago. And that's really sad that she and, you know, John Legend are struggling to have kids. That's heartbreaking. It is. But I like that she took the opportunity to sort of make a PSA of like, don't Stop ask a woman, a woman about when she's going to have a family because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah. So I'm glad she at least like used this the hard yeah. thing she's going through for good maybe people will stop you they know. won't stop i know yeah what if they did though what if they stopped what if everybody just stopped what if unicorns existed they do they do <laughs> sarah sorry how dare you santa the tooth fairy <laughs> them i'm okay with that okay unicorns come on that's just heartless uh yes anyway so that's my gross turn not gross but the media is gross. The media for is making gross. Us and other that. people are gross. And, and all these starts, scare tactics. Yeah. And all the like you articles have to, that have come out just like telling us all that we're old, barren and worthless. We're dried up. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what? I feel pretty good right now in my 30s. I like. I'm going to keep this ride rolling. 30s. 30s good. Mm Mm-hmm. 30s are very, very good. They've been kind, I think, to both of us. Um, What's your so gross? So, my gross is stupid. Um, it is SUVs. Yeah. I think... I, as someone who drives a Mini. I drive uh, a Ford Fiesta, which is basically a golf cart. Yeah. And as I believe that in order to drive an SUV, you should take more driving lessons. You <laughs> should be required to take more driving lessons. Because I feel like I have never seen an SUV that was able to park well. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an SUV hold a lane. Yeah. <laughs> they just feel like they don't have to. Because they can just do whatever they want. It's an illusion of safety. It's a status symbol. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Also, I I don't know. I hate being in them. I hate big cars. I, I like too. being little and nimble and low to the ground. Yeah. And you can like weave and yeah. bob and zoom, zip. Zoom, and zip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, SUVs are stupid. And I see them in compact spots all the time. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, I hate that. Which is really gross because... Our cars were made for compact spots. It's like we should be rewarded. We should be rewarded for not driving guzzling gas, guzzling. Gas. Yeah, and being or like a jerk. I feel like they should be taxed more. Or something. Yeah, I don't well, know. Yeah, how would that work? Uh, I guess if you tax gas even more, then any anyone driving a gas guzzler that's would get. That's true. But no, you can say you can say a car that's you know an SUV or you know mm-hmm. anything enormous. You can tax it in Singapore. The taxes on cars it's double. Because they don't want people to buy cars. So, like, if something is 15 grand here, it's 30 grand in Singapore. Wow. Yeah. Because they just, they want people to take public transit. Yeah. I guess if your city is set up for that, you can do that. Yeah. I mean, LA is not set up for that. But, no, Singapore is. And also, cabs are super cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would love, I miss not driving. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I do and I don't. I, I would say that the trunk... I did not. I was unaware of how great it, it is. It is really nice. Like you can hold. Because when I was in New York. I have beach stuff with me at any moment in time. Amazing. Yeah. Because when I was in New York, I was carrying like eight bags. Yeah, And I'm like, too. oh, I forgot about Total that. bag lady all the time. Like you have Especially your Especially if you're going to work out after work. Yeah, you have now your Now you've got your bag. yoga mat with you at work. You have it's your uncomfortable mess. shoes, your comfortable shoes. Right. If Especially you have an if you're going out. Oh my God, Ugh. forget it. And then if it's like cold in the morning and you brought a coat, but then it's hot Layers. in the afternoon, you have to, oh, it's a whole thing. Especially in San Francisco. Oh, the worst. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. All right. So it's anyway. not so bad. No. Not so bad here. <laughs> I'll take it. Our shoes last forever. They do. <laughs> on the, on the, on the uh, not so good side of that, I have found that I have not found someone that can fix my shoes in LA. New oh, York, no? they can fix them well. Yeah. Here, oh. I have not found that. He's I like, haven't tried any cobblers yet. Uh, I will need one eventually. Yeah. I mean, they're fine. They're just not. I mean, New York, they know what's up. Yeah. Because they have to, you know, go brave the elements. Right. Yeah. All right. So we've done gross. Let's talk 90s because I'm excited about this one. Okay. So the reason I chose this was because I went to a girlfriend's birthday party on the beach last weekend, two weeks ago, and she made goodie bags for everyone. I remember Which was adorable. They were full of Swedish fish and cabbage Sour Patch Kids and Doritos and a tiny little bottle of wine, the onesies. Oh, perfect. And a fun plastic goblet, which was perfect for beach going. Who doesn't need a plastic goblet? All the time. All the time. And the best thing of all, a ring pop. I know. So nostalgic. I don't think in my life I've ever finished a ring pop. No, I don't think I even take the first. Yeah, like one a few Lick, and then you and then wear it good and yeah then you're kind of done yeah yeah i was yeah. much more of a blow pop oh yeah those were delicious i know 
Yeah, but no, the ring pop, and then you would, like, propose to your friend. Yeah. And, oh, it was so cute. They're adorable. Does anyone ever eat them? I don't know. I certainly didn't. I've it's sitting in them. my house, though, because I wanted it. I still, it makes me smile every oh, time I absolutely. see it. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. ornamental, if anything. Right. Um, But I was in a hipster bar without you, oddly, and huh. they were eating ring pops. It was, like, part of the evening. Yeah. It was 80s night. That sounds like too or hipster 90s night even or whatever for me. it was. I don't know. By the way, speaking of hipsters, did you see all the articles that were coming out that say man buns yeah. cause male pattern baldness? <gasps> no. Oh, my God. How is that not your gross? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That's not my gross. That's the opposite That's of gross. That's the opposite of gross. That's joy. Wonderful. Oh, my God. I That's have a friend delight, that I need to send it the to. The delight So list. you have to share it with me. Yeah. Well, I think I, I'll i share it on the ShePod Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So everyone can oh, that's get a piece so of funny. that. Oh, that's so funny. Isn't that amazing? Although I will say, I don't mind the the man bun because for the reason that it is kind of like a red flag. Yes. There are exceptions to the rule. Yeah. I want to be clear. I have a few friends who are wonderful gentlemen and, and good looking too. And, and pull it off. Like Mary Alice's boyfriend, Eduardo. But he's a musician and he's Latin. So I feel like that's, that's a, a different, whole different it's a situation. Whole different thing. That's not so like he, Brooklyn. He's pulling it off. But when we were at Harvard and Stone that night, I mean, you saw firsthand what I'm dealing with down in the city. I can't. It's everywhere. I can't. I saw one in my and neighborhood most of the them other are day. Not good. And I had, I had an so anxiety. So it's spreading to the valley. I had an anxiety attack. It's an epidemic. Because if it's come, it is. If it's come to the valley, it sure yeah. is an epidemic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when I saw that article, I oh, that's awesome. I was elated. Mm-hmm. The elated list, the delight list. That's what do we call karmic it? Karmic retribution. If I, I ever saw it, I love it. Okay. I can't handle well, on it. that note. Yeah, I know. Where can people find you, Rachel? They can find me at Rachel G. King on all of the things, but mostly Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's where I am. I share a lot of photos. You um, do. It's good. Yeah. And yeah. then obviously, if you want to, if you like the podcast and you want more, you can go to ShePod.com where our newsletter and all of the episodes are and you can share it with a friend, which we really love because then they know how to find us and listen to it. And they they too can find out that man buns out. cause baldness. Exactly. Because we're that's the kind of stuff that we're sharing. <laughs> um, and then we're at the ShePod on Facebook and Twitter. Sarah, yeah. where are you? Uh, you can check out my site, franklysarah.com. That's Sarah without an H. And you can find links to all my social media because my last name is annoying to spell. Mm-hmm. And you can also find my occasional musings on my blog and a link to my other podcast, Sarah and Steve Hate People. I like it. Yeah. And with that. Happy brunch day. Happy brunch day. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.